Welcome to another episode of B2B Nation, the official technology advice podcast for sales and marketing professionals. I'm your host, Chris Kleinfelter, and I recently had the opportunity to speak with Sankram Badre, co-founder and CMO at Terminus. We talked about account-based marketing and how it was created to solve one of the most difficult challenges in B2B. And that problem that it's trying to solve is that less than 1% of leads turn into customers. Marketers have gotten really good at lead gen to get more leads into the funnel, but haven't really evolved beyond that stage. That means that 99% of your efforts don't drive revenue, which is kind of terrifying. ABM is about focusing on accounts that fit your ideal customer profile and honing in on just those accounts. Uh, We discussed how ABM is not a tactic, but rather it's a strategic approach that sales, marketing, and customer success teams need to work together on to figure out. We also talked about Flip My Funnel and its creation. It has four stages, which are identify, expand, engagement, and advocacy. Sangram said that most marketers are not executing on expanding, which he says is the idea of not just selling or marketing to one person at a company and hoping they get you to the finish line, but rather you should be targeting all the decision makers within an account instead, essentially expanding those accounts. All in all, this was just a really great interview. Uh, I personally have learned a lot from Sangram over the years, and this interview was no different. And uh, I really think that you'll learn a lot as well. And without further ado, here's my interview with Sangram. Enjoy. Welcome back to the B2B Nation, Sangram. Thanks for talking with me today. Man, it's been a fun. It's uh, been a wild year so far. So excited about what uh, what the rest of the year and next year brings to us. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, we're just really excited that you're back on the show with us. Uh, it's been a little while. And uh, for those of us uh, who are new listeners to the show, uh, could you tell us a little bit more about your background and what you're up to at Terminus? Sure. Um, you know, I won't go too back. Uh, but uh, recently, uh, before Terminus, I ran marketing at Pardot and was fortunate enough to go through two back-to-back acquisitions with Exact Target and Salesforce. So really saw the MarTech world kind of uh, as a startup uh, CMO and then also like being at a pretty iconic, gigantic company, uh, innovative company, and seeing how things are done at scale. So it was a pretty humbling experience. And after that, uh, I left to co-found Terminus uh, with a couple of great friends, Eric Spett and Eric Glass. And, um, you know, it's been a great journey so far in the last year and a half. Uh, you know, account-based marketing has been the hottest uh, topic since slice of bread, uh, apparently. So <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's really been a really exciting ride for Terminus. The whole idea behind that is building an account-based marketing platform. Um, we also, uh, I'm also the founder of Flip My Funnel, which is really a way to think about account-based mar- mar- uh, marketing in a more holistic way uh, than just a buzzword. So hopefully people can check that out. And uh, also I had a chance to author uh, account-based marketing book uh, published by Wiley uh, earlier this year. So it's been a really, really good couple of years. Yeah, well, you said it yourself, account-based marketing, ABM, it's, it's a very popular term today. It's a term that's being thrown out there a lot. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of marketers that still don't fully understand uh, the concepts behind it. So, uh, you know, again, it's, it's said so much today, and I would love to just hear it straight from one of the true and, in my opinion, only experts in the field at this point. Uh, so from your perspective, what is account-based marketing? 
Uh, well, well, thanks for saying that. I, I do think there are a lot of people who are really trying to figure it out. And I don't think for one that I've figured it all out. Uh, we are still on a journey very early on, on mm-hmm. trying, to, trying to make sense of it. But if you take it a little bit further back to understand why it's important, uh, I think then there might be the keys to figure out, well, all right, this is the problem that we're trying to solve. And I think there are a couple of ways to think about it. So the problem really is best put by this um, very frightening stat that less than 1% of the leads turn into customer. And this is a stat that was put out by Forrester a couple of years ago. And it really shows that as marketers in B2B, they've gotten really, really good at lead generation uh, and figuring out ways to game the system and get more leads in the funnel, uh, but haven't really progressed or evolved beyond that stage. And and I think that is the, uh, you know, kind of the, the thesis around the whole account-based marketing is that, well, it, it's clearly not working because if less than 1% of your leads are turning into customers, which means 99% of what you do uh, in terms of time, energy, resources, doesn't drive revenue. And who wants to be part of that process, right? So I think that's why ABM is interesting because what ABM, the basic fundamental part of ABM or Flip My Funnel uh, is, is the fact that you don't do marketing the same way to everyone. You really start focusing on who the accounts that you really feel fits your ICP, which is your ideal customer profile, and then double down on them. So at the end of the day, you're trying to really focus and narrow your, your, your market size. And it's a hard thing to do because you're so used to praying and praying that um, it's really hard to kind of take a step back. And I think that's where the problem lies where people are like, oh, I want to do ABM just like it's a tactic. But it's not a tactic. It's a very strategic approach that requires your sales, your marketing team really work together and then even further customer success if you want to, to really understand what you're trying to achieve would start with the end in mind and then strategize it and then figure out what you need to do from a marketing perspective. So it's a very strategic approach yeah, and not a check the box thing. Yeah. So it's interesting to maybe take that just a step further as well. Uh, you know, I say, I think that account-based marketing would work, as you said, differently for different uh, types of customers you have and, and fitting them into uh, using ABM to, to find those customers that fit your ideal customer profile. Um, so if, if you're in, uh, sales, let's say, how would account-based marketing work for channel sales, for instance? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question, you know, and it's so timely. I was talking to Trish Vitruzzi, uh, uh, who runs the Bridge Group based in Boston. She's very well known. She just wrote a blog post yesterday, which probably has the answer to the question you're asking me, so it's a long about way, but hopefully I'll get there. Uh, she <laughs> wrote about the idea of account-centric versus account-based uh, selling. Um, which is from a sales and channel perspective makes perfect sense. It's like, well, if you're doing account-centric activities, well, everybody has been doing that forever, right? You know, you, you know, salespeople know that in channel, for example, you need to talk to two, three, four, five, six people who are part of the decision-making process and influence them uh, and make them part of the process and make sure that everybody understands the value proposition and things like that. So it's a very account-centric. So you're still doing everything very similar, but you're doing that with more people in that account, um, but you're really, at the end of the day, are doing a very much account-centric marketing or sales. And that has been done for ages, right? Every single person who sells ever into an enterprise knows that they have been doing account-centric marketing or account-centric selling. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to account-based, 
that's different because what account based is is the idea that your entire organization is now focused on these accounts and looking at these accounts being the most important accounts that you want to focus on. So she in her blog post and, and idea behind that, and I think it's a really good distinction to think about. Account-centric is something everybody does. Account-based is requires you to have an organizational change of tiering accounts saying, these are my veil accounts, so I'm going to go after them differently. These are my mid-market accounts, so I'm going to go after them differently. And these are my you know, SMB accounts, so they're going to go after them differently. And taking that approach is the real difference between account-centric uh, and account-based. And I think when it comes to channel, it's no different. You could have a list of channel sales programs, but if you're doing the same thing, all you're really doing is account-centric, uh, which is something that happens all the more everywhere. But if you're doing an account-based, you're going to engage your entire organization and also the entire organization of your channel partners or whoever you're going after and bring that together. And that's really when the true value of account-based marketing, selling, or everything or whatever you want to call it. Fascinating. So this, this whole ABM movement and Flip My Funnel, they're obviously interconnected. And I know that you're an advocate for the Flip My Funnel model, obviously. Uh, could you briefly describe what the Flip My Funnel model is. And uh, just to make this a little more actionable for our listeners, uh, could, also, could you also spell out how to apply it to, let's say, a partner sales program? Yeah, absolutely. So um, real quick, and people can check out on flipmyfunnel.com. It's, uh, it's a place where we've written enough about this mm -hmm. um, into it. But honestly, it's really quickly... Uh, it's, it's, it's literally, I was on a flight coming from San Francisco and I'm sitting in the middle seat between two drunk people and I had nothing better to do. So I put my headphones on <laughs> and started to scribble on a piece of paper. Uh, and I, I was drawing the funnel because I was coming from the MarTech conference that uh, Scott Brinker and Jill Raleigh were speaking. And I was just drawing the funnel that they were talking about. And out of curiosity, I just flipped it and tried to create my own stages and came up with the idea of flip my funnel, uh, which is really turning the existing funnel, the traditional funnel, which is broad at the top and very skinny at the bottom on its head. So if you flip it, what you have is a, uh, you know, a triangle shape, right? Which is mm -hmm. the first, there are four stages to it. One is identify, which is you got to be able to identify who you're going to go after. If you don't know who you're going after, well, then, you know, whatever you do is noise. It's not really going to be relevant. So First, figure out who your target audience is. If you're selling to financial services in Fortune 500, guess what? There are only a few companies in that, so figure out who those companies are. And there are tremendous amount of data resources today, like data.com and Discover.org and DataNize and uh, LinkedIn. There's so many data sources for B2B. It's like yellow pages. So identifying which accounts to go after is no longer an issue. It's a piece of cake. The second part becomes like expanding. This is new to almost everyone I talk to in B2B marketing and sales, which is expanding within those accounts. This is not something most marketers or salespeople are used to doing. We are all used to marketing to one person or selling to one person and thinking that they are going to take us to the finish line. It's really you need to expand to all the other decision makers and influencers in that company. So expanding is really expanding in those accounts, not expanding to a bigger market. Um, the third one is the engagement piece. This is where the true marketing and sales activities come together, right? Now you're creating content that is relevant to these accounts and these personas. You can do different accounts for different personas and different decision makers in these accounts that you know are best fit 
and care about the problem that you are trying to solve. But now you're engaging these people on their terms, which means not just through emails and calls, but you're engaging them through Facebook ads and LinkedIn ads and web and videos and direct mail. So you're really creating an engagement um, you know, kind of wrapper around these accounts. So you're mm -hmm. front and center and creating a halo effect. And finally, the last piece, which is my personal favorite, is advocacy, right? The idea is not if you know the accounts and if you're engaging them on their terms, they may not be ready to buy today. Uh, they may, you can't force anybody to buy something just because you have it, uh, but they will be your advocates. And if you can turn your prospects into advocates, which is absolutely possible to do when you are focusing on only a select few, then they can, when they're ready to buy or they shift companies or when they have budget, they're going to go and ask for you because you have spent all of your time and energy and money and resources on making sure that you're tailoring your message and, and, and really being front and center for them. So advocacy is, is just a natural outcome um, of, of Flip My Funnel or ABM for that matter. So mm -hmm. just in this context, hopefully everybody can feel and understand that it's ABM is a catchphrase and it's great for people to kind of get it's a new buzzword, but it clearly has aspects and engagement aspects and advocacy aspects and um, you know, sales aspects in it. So that's why this model has been so profoundly out there. And to your other question, which is, hey, how does it relate to partner and marketing? To give you an example, we, you know, Terminus, we have over like close to 300 customers now, and a lot of them uh, do run partner campaigns. And one of that's been most exciting. So what they do is they would come in and say, all right, here's a list of accounts that we want to create air cover. Our sales cycle is two years. So we know it's not going to happen today. It's not going to happen anytime soon. So instead of just emailing that one person that they have in their contact CRM or Salesforce, I won't be, they want to put that message in front of their entire uh, business unit or entire executive team through all these different digital channels that uh, Terminus provides in addition to all the other things that they must be doing like dinners and VIP events and uh, activities beyond that. And what they have been able to start seeing is a more accelerated engagement because all of a sudden, these accounts are saying, hey, wait a minute, we want to start a partner program. And it seems like they are the ones that are really excited, interested, and I see them all the time. They have created that halo effect around their partner ecosystem mm -hmm. that has helped them win business at a much faster rate and increase the velocity uh, on the deal. So it's a very, very relevant practice uh, that we're starting to see in a lot of, a lot of our customers. Well, I'm pretty sure any marketer would love to increase the velocity on close rates and <laughs> moving forward in that direction. Um, you know, as you talked, uh, I was reminded of something that uh, Flint McLaughlin said at, um, at Mech Labs. Uh, he he uh, really talks about something very similar where, you know, the, the, the way the funnel is currently, it really should be upside down because in the current funnel, it assumes that gravity works with you. And, and if you're in marketing and sales, you know that's just not true. Uh, it's You're really trying to to push and help people through, not have you know people naturally just go through the funnel. It's very very much the opposite of that. So this isn't to me something that oh well Sangram said it's true. So so ABM's great. Uh, there's a lot of very intelligent and talented marketers that are really on board with this line of thinking, and uh, I certainly hope as a marketer myself that it continues to trend in that direction. I can definitely see the value from it. Um, you know I, I want to shift gears here for just a minute. Uh, and talk about the Collaborate Conference coming up. Uh, you're on a, an excellent panel. I so wish I could be there uh, with John Miller of Engageo and Justin Gray of LeadMD. Uh, could you give us a snapshot of uh, what attendees will learn at the panel discussion? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we will try to tailor this a little bit, as you said, more channels and sales um, audience as well. Uh, but what we're really going to do is introduce the flip marginal concept so people get an idea. And again, everybody kind of gets it. Like it's not to model everything we do to, to the T, to this flip marginal idea. It's, it's, a, it's challenging the status quo of what we're doing and making people think. So that's how we're going to start, the, start the, uh, the panel. So we'll do a quick presentation on that. And then Justin uh, is going to get into the alignment aspects of this. Like, well, all of this is not going to work if there is no alignment. And then John is really going to come in and close it out with talking about the measurement and sales development practices that needs to happen where, uh, you know, you know, people will still get, I do get emails with my name, uh, you know, completely mistyped or literally having a completely different name. And I know this person has done no research on me and sending me an email or reaching out to me. So there needs to be some level of personalization. So we're going to really talk about how flip my funnel can be thought about from a channel sales perspective and how sales and marketing alignment can help channels. And then finally close it out with John helping everybody understand how do you measure success uh, with ABM? Well, that sounds like an amazing, uh, amazing panel. If you're on the fence about collaborate, I hope this nudges you in the direction to, to definitely go and, and in particular see this panel. I think you'll learn a lot. Uh, Sangram, thanks again for just being with us today. Uh, this has been an excellent conversation about account-based marketing and Flip My Funnel. Uh, where can our listeners find out more about you out on the web? Yeah, um, I'm for most people, I think, uh, especially for my wife, I think I'm way too active on Twitter <laughs> uh, at, Sang at, at Sangram Vajray. Uh, you can find me up there. Uh, it's my first name, last name, or on LinkedIn. Uh, if I look at my email, I have uh, 40,000 unread emails, oh which means, doesn't mean that I'm not unread. It's like I don't even take the time to delete emails that are not important. Mm -hmm. But if I look at my Twitter and LinkedIn, I got zero unread or zero messages there. So that's a way to connect with me for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Sanger, for joining me today. And thanks, as always, to our listeners for following along. This episode was recorded at the Technology Advice Podcast Studio in Nashville, Tennessee. To listen to more episodes of B2B Nation, check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes. And to learn more about the show, you can find us on Twitter at technology underscore ADV or online at technologyadvice.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>